I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all keeping well amidst everything that's going on at the moment. On this episode of How Do You Hustle, it's International Women's Day this week and our next guest is a female founder who has embarked on a new venture to support more female entrepreneurs with the sales and marketing for their businesses, which is called Spark. Danielle is a CEO and I thought she was a fitting person to have on the show this week because she's also speaking at an International Women's Day event this week. I hope you all find this chat informative and take some knowledge from Danielle who speaks about navigating working in a fairly male-dominated tech industry. So we have Danielle on the line joining us, the founder of Spark, and she's the co-founder of Scrunch. How are you today, Danielle? I am so good. Thank you for having me. I know that is a mouthful. I'm obviously doing too many things, but super happy to be here. (laughs) We know all about that on this show. I think I don't think I'm even yet to have a guest that doesn't have a side hustle or that, you know, is has a few, their fingers in a few different pies. So uh, that's what we like to see. So tell us what it is that you do. Spark, Spark Founders Program is something we actually launched in 2020 off the back of the pandemic. So obviously being a female founder, being in tech for a decade, I Um, know a lot of other female founders and know a lot of underrepresented founders and I just actually wanted to do something to help them out because I knew we were all sort of struggling in a variety of different ways and so I had this idea I was like how can I create some kind of program where I can just give away scrunch for free and I'm a salesperson by trade like before I was a business owner I um, have been in sales and marketing my whole life so that kind of idea sparked, that's a good word, sparked this program. (laughs) Love that. Um, I know, which is essentially a sales and marketing program. And it's it's evolved a little bit over the last couple of years, but essentially it's a 12-week program that helps um, founders um, essentially create a sales and marketing strategy for their business. But it also gives them access to community because there's some pretty amazing other founders in the network and it gives them a whole bunch of perks too. Brunch is probably the one that I'm most known for because it's been around for 10 years now. And Scrunch is a piece of software that we developed that um, is an influencer a marketing platform. So we call ourselves a global analytics and education platform for influencer marketing. And essentially what we do is we connect brands and agencies to over 20 million influencers globally. Um, And really we aim to make influencer marketing easy. 
So there's so many influencers on the planet. It's such a pain in the bum to run an influencer campaign. It's so hard to measure. So we create tools to make all of that super easy. Um, so I guess they're the two businesses. And then what I do on a daily basis, um, I'm sort of CEO and founder of both. So that means that I'm out there spreading the word and making sure everybody knows about them. Um, I take a pretty active sales role in both of them um, to help them grow. Why do you think something like Scrunch evolved? We've been playing in this space for so long, we kind of just think of it as second nature, but it's like some people are still only getting onto social media. So it's kind of, you know, and then so influencers are so much newer than social media. So it's kind of, we still go through education pieces with our customers. Um, which is kind of cool. I still, I love doing that as well. I love teaching people how to run influencer campaigns. And I guess because we've, because we've run so many influencer campaigns, we know exactly all the mistakes you can make. So we kind of love that we can help people not make those mistakes. These days we talk about five different types of influencers. So nanos, micros, macros, powers, and experts, um, which is cool. Like I love the idea of an expert influencer where it's actually someone who probably doesn't even think of themselves as an influencer. You know, they might be a doctor or a lawyer or a nutritionist or whatever, but they've kind of built up their expertise in their field and now have a, a voice. So that's the idea behind an influencer. It's anyone that kind of really has something to say, an opinion on something or an expertise in some area and has some kind of following, whether it be on a blog or a social platform. And I like that it's a bit of a fluid term too, because every year a new social platform kind of pops up, like now we're dealing with TikTok. Um, so it's important to kind of be flexible and all of that kind of stuff. We just wanted to design a tool that would make it super easy um, for a brand that was just getting started. You've just made a bit of a uh, lifestyle change as well, I believe. So <laughs> tell me where you're based. Totally. So, I, I mean, it's a really interesting evolution of our business. And I think um, even an evolution of how we think about work today. So I grew up in Brisbane in Australia and I um, that's where we started. So we you know, worked from our garage and worked from a home office for a long time. Um, then we upgraded to co-work space um, and we then got our own office and then a bigger office, which was super cool. And then the pandemic hit and we were like, you know, we'd actually just, you know, got a lease on this huge event space right before the pandemic. Wow. And because um, events were a huge part of our marketing strategy. And, you know, it was really, it was really tough, to be honest, you know, we kind of went through ideas of, you know, we turned it into a co-work space and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, we, we already had a half remote team and we're working in a hybrid work remotely sort of model. So um, in 2021, we actually decided to go complete work from anywhere. So our team is currently located across Australia, India, and the US. Um, and so we kind of went, you know what, we're all working remotely in some capacity anyway, let's go full work from anywhere and it doesn't matter. So we can hire anyone from anywhere if they're the right fit for the team and, you know, skills, culture, all of that kind of stuff. And they can do their job from where they are. Then we don't care. We want to empower people to have the lifestyle that they want as well. And it was really ironic that we made that decision um, because fast forward another six months, I myself made a huge, huge um, lifestyle change and 
that have actually moved out to um, Kalgoorlie in Western Australia, which is a um, smallish or bigish mining town um, in the in um, Western Australia. So. It's really, really strange because my work life has not changed at all. I still get up every morning and just do all of the same things from an office here. Um, but yeah, I'm really pushing the limits of, of work from anywhere. So it's, um, yeah, it's been a huge, huge evolution of, you know, the way we've worked over the last decade. Yeah, I think it's, it's so interesting. I've worked from home since the start of the pandemic and So for me, um, I would say I'm quite used to it. And I think if you do it, it just becomes, you know, a way of life. You know, I'm quite lucky. I've set up my little office. So I've got, you know, where I work from my desk. I've got a little nook where I can do podcast recordings, um, you know, a little background to do videos. So, and then I can literally close the door. And if I don't want to look at it, I don't want to deal with it. Then I can have that kind of, and, you know, I know it's difficult. Some people, you know, do it from an apartment. So they don't have as much space. I think too, like, you know, it, used to be you know when you're like growing up in Brisbane which is you know in comparison to Sydney and Melbourne people think about it as a smaller town Mm. and so many of my friends would move to Sydney and Melbourne to get the job Mm. and I'm like how how cool is it now that you don't have to do that you know you can literally work from a farm if you wanted to unless you've got a good internet connection um you know you don't you don't have to sacrifice career and lifestyle anymore like you can literally do whatever you want as long as it's the you know the employer is open to it I think yeah you can kind of do it all so obviously spark is now um another addition to the work that you do how do you find that I suppose juggling act between all the different um, hats that you wear, I guess. And um, what does an average day for you kind of entail? Like, um, I guess, is your focus often on, as you said, doing doing podcasts or doing guest speaking, or is it, um, you know, that day-to-day management of the business? Like, what do you find um, takes up most of your days? Um, it's a good question because I don't think that I've nailed the balance yet. Um, and, but also I think, um, I just have the type of personality where I do like to do a lot. I do like a variety of things. I get bored really easy. So it actually works quite well for me to chop and change between different tasks. Um, so at the moment I kind of spend, um, some of the time in team management. So figuring out like, you know, I guess we call that CEO mode. So it's like, what's the strategy for the business? What are our goals and how are we going to execute on those? And then making sure that we manage the team to each of their tasks that are kind of rolling up to that vision and those goals. Um, so that's some of my time. Um, a lot of my time now is also in content creation. So mm-hmm. in both businesses, it's super important for us to be that trusted expert in the field. So whether it's about influencers or whether it's about... Um, Um, So with Spark, it's all about business and entrepreneurship and and sales and marketing for those types of businesses. So, you know, we're producing a lot of content in terms of blogs, podcasts, videos, um, and I am the the voice and the face of those. So, you know, a third of my time now has to be in um, content creation, which is fine because that's, I love that. I'm, as I said earlier, I'm a salesperson by trade, so you really can't shut me up. I'm very happy to to talk about the businesses um, as much as I can. Um, And then I guess the other sort of piece of the puzzle is, um, you know, sales type, sales type work um, and then admin, you know, like there's always that kind of, 
um, you know, reporting and making sure things are moving in the right direction and all of the kind of day-to-day stuff that you have to do. This is an interesting question to me, but, you know, being a woman in tech who has come, you know, come in, I would say at quite an early stage, what are some of the, the challenges in your industry and like what, what would you like to see in, you know, the next 10 years in the tech space? Yeah, I mean, it is super interesting because so I remember 10 years ago, I went to my first um, tech meetup thing um and it was literally like there was like two women in the room and I I love telling this story because this I remember very clearly you know and I'm like blonde and I'm sure Mm. I don't know whether these tech guys were really thinking that I would amount to anything Mm. um and you know it's the traditional beer and pizza um boring and you know this guy's sipping on his beer and he's like telling me how um because I'm a woman and blonde in tech I'm never gonna make it and like he's literally like spitting while he's talking and I yeah it was so bad um and I was like that's I think that's like one of the things that's motivated me over the last decade I will show you I will show you so and that's kind of like the foundation just outside of business that's a foundation for me personally um when I think about my family like I've got a, a sister and a mother obviously um and then my friends and then women in business like I want to be a beacon for them and kind of like well if I can do it anybody can so I you know I really I think I want to set that example that if you do have a vision it doesn't matter if it's a male dominated space you know absolutely you can go for it and we're really lucky you know in the last decade so many like female entrepreneurship um programs and you know platforms have cropped up so there is so much more that is accessible now if you really do look for it um it's not perfect you know I it's super funny I I remember I went for a grant for um this female entrepreneurship that the government was doing this like you know you had to be over a certain percentage female like I'm not even female enough to get a female oriented grant like it's so there's so many flaws in the system. It's, it's an absolute outrage. Um, so that's kind of one of the things that I'm really passionate about with Spark is that we are building a platform that supports um, female founders. And look, we do actually support um, regional founders of any gender. So we're, we're a little bit more diverse. Um, but there is that sort of strong, heavy focus on, on female founders. And um, you know what? One thing that we're really focused on is so it's this crazy statistic, there's like 252 million female founders on the planet. So we've got this ambitious target of actually supporting 25,200 founders through our program, okay. um, which is the 12-week sales and marketing program. And um, just to get totally techie on you as well, we're about to launch an NFT project. With I saw 25,000. Yeah, it's super cool. And it's essentially, so it's 25,200 artworks and each one directly goes to supporting a woman through the program. So, you know, it's super ambitious, but I'm kind of like, why not? You know, like it's, uh, the system isn't perfect yet. So it's going to take, you know, people who give a damn to actually, you know, push it along and, and, and make it accessible for everyone. So yeah, it's really exciting. I love that you're doing that. That's so cool. What advice would you give if you had met someone quite young wanting to get into the tech space, um, maybe a woman, maybe someone living in um, a regional area? 
what advice would you give when you're just taking that first step in your journey or your business or your startup or what do you think is the sort of best way to get started? Yeah. So I think um, there's probably a few things. So there's, there's this quote that I will absolutely butcher, (laughs) but it's, I think it's Amelia Earhart that is like the best way to get started is just to start. And I think like you can really like get bogged down in the how and like, what am I going to do? There's all these things There's you know, do I need to be a TikTok star? Do I need to be this? Do I need to do that? And it's like, it doesn't matter. Like just, just take one small step forward because I think the thing people forget is like, so I'm a decade in it's like my to-do list is like every day there is just more and more and more that you can do. Like you're never going to be finished. So don't really worry about the road ahead. Just kind of take the next step forward. Um, And some great advice I once got from one of our shareholders, um, which is just keep going. Because it's kind of like take the first step, just do anything to get started, like take action on the dream that you have. And then it's like, just keep going because it's going to be really hard. And, you know, you've got to um, persevere to kind of make it. But then I would just say, just educate yourself. You know, there are so many free resources. It actually doesn't cost a lot of money to get started in anything these days. You can do so many um, things for free. You can research so much for free. Um, there are so many mentors that are willing to offer, you know, a few minutes of their time to answer a question. Um, you know, you don't have to think that you need to go out and raise a million dollars to start a business. You can literally, you know, create a website for nothing using like Squarespace and Shopify and all that kind of stuff um, and start selling whatever it is that you're trying to sell. And I know there are exceptions to that you know, and then things are physical products and all that good stuff. But, you know, there's so many businesses that I know that have pre-sold things to raise the capital, right? Like, hey, I've wow. got this idea. It's for this this product. And they go sell a thousand of them and then take that money to develop it and produce it and fulfill those orders. So, like, you can think so creatively now. I don't think you don't need to get bogged down in the traditional way of thinking. It's like if you have a good idea and you're passionate about it and think it's going to make some money, just have a go. You mentioned that you're going to try and get, I love that idea, you're going to try and get um, a certain number percentage of the total women who are female founders um, through your program, which is a great goal. But aside from that, like where do you hope that you, that Spark and Scrunch go in the next I guess the next year or the next couple of years yeah um it's a good question too because I think both of them are a little bit different so so spark is um really just fixated on that goal of supporting female founders so everything we do is around how can we get more founders through that program um so we raise sponsorship we're doing this nft project we you know create communities all that kind of stuff so it really and that's almost an unlimited thing it's like i could be supporting female founders for the rest of my life like there's no end game um scrunch is a little bit different yeah. <laughs> I, know. I could die supporting female founders um, <laughs> Um, and Scrunch is a little bit different because um, because it's like a traditional tech startup. We did go out and raise capital for the business. So, you know, there are shareholder expectations to grow it, um, to potentially be acquired or, you know, some kind of exit strategy or maybe list or whatever that might look like. So for Scrunch, um, it's really about how do we stay super innovative? So if people want to get involved, you know, we have a lot of 
listeners who are from yeah startups or um we've had guests on the show that are you know creatives or people doing their own little um side hustles what where can people go if they're listening to this and they want to get involved with with the spark founders program where can they find both of your um businesses um, so if they're interested in influencer marketing, um, our website is scrunch.com and essentially that has like a whole bunch of free resources that they can tap into. And if they are a um, female founder or regional founder or indigenous founder, um, then sparkfoundersprogram.com is where they can find the Spark info. And yeah, we're actually just about to kick off an intake, but the application form will be open year round so that if anyone wants to jump in and apply for a future round um they can anytime thank you so much danielle all the best for um your new journey out in kalgoorlie (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) each month i talk about one of my favorite podcasts i've listened to and this week it was an episode from common chaos the podcast it talked about the importance of writing down your goals as a step with actioning them In this episode, the hosts talked about the benefits of following a routine and saying no to things that don't align with your goals anymore. This really resonated with me and I think I needed to hear it. And it was just a good reminder to get clear on a few things. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'm really looking forward to the next interview and can't wait to bring it all to you next month. If you would like to support the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at How Do You Hustle or go to Spotify and give us a star rating or follow us on Apple Podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.